Okay, what's on my mind? Anybody out there who's ever had Kool-Aid, and you guys are going to see where I'm going with this. You take a pack of, you know, my favorite flavor when I was growing up was grape, right? Now, you take a pack pack of grape Kool-Aid, you pour it into the jug, you put some water in it, you pour a glass full of it, and you give it to somebody, and they taste it. It's terrible. It's bitter. It's nothing but purple water with a bitter taste. That's all it is. Then you take that same pack of Kool-Aid and you pour it in a jug and then you add sugar to it. That's what made people love it. That's what people wanted to drink. You add ice to it and man, it was a refreshing drink on a hot day. It was just beautiful. That's the difference between Ed Reed and Deion Sanders. And the reason I say that is because when Deion Sanders was at Jackson State University, Deion would speak about the problems at Jackson State University, but he wouldn't give it to you with no sugar. Deion is prime time. Deion is, you know, there are situations that need to be handled here at Jackson State. There are situations that came up that, you know, really need to be addressed. You know, I'm looking in the stands and I'm seeing 50,000 people and people told me that over a certain uh, amount of, you know, people who come to the game, you know, I'm supposed to get a cut or whatever. There are things that that were said that did not happen. That's the young. Ed Reed is basically, look, we need to clean this shit up. This is ridiculous. Look at this big old hole in the fence. Why are we going around here picking up trash? This don't make no sense. I mean, come on now. Yo, we got to do better than this. You see the difference? Ed Reed is not Dion. Dion is going to tell you and he's going to tell you about the same problems in a different way than Ed Reed. Now, Ed Reed went on social media and they said that uh, I saw parts of the video that he did. You know, and he was talking about the uh, the problems and situations that were going on at uh, Bethune-Cookman. He doesn't have a contract yet, but he's out there working. And, you know, he was hired as the head coach, head football coach at Bethune-Cookman. And he was simply pointing out the problems that a lot of HBCU grads have been talking about for years. I myself am an HBCU grad from Oregon State University. And when I was there, we would come back and we would talk we would talk in the dorms about the administration the exact same way that Ed Reed was talking. We weren't talking like Dion. I mean, we were in there, we were cussing. And especially like at the beginning of the school year. Now, I don't go to I haven't been associated with the university in many years, and that's my fault. But uh you know, if a lot of these situations are still going, and I know a lot of these situations are going, I don't know in particular about Morgan State, but it seems that I speak to a lot of HBCU grads and the same situations that were going on at Morgan when I was there are the same situations that a lot of HBCU grads complain about. And they still haven't been fixed in a lot of these schools. 
So when someone comes and says, hey, look, you know, why don't I have a contract yet? Or why is the administration doing this? Or why do they do things this way? He comes from a university in Miami where things are handled really, really differently. You know, and I know a lot of people want to say, oh, you know, why are you over there looking at the white school? You know, they have this and they have that. Well, you know, what? we have the ability to get this and that as well. You know, I think he's just pointing out uh, in a way where the Kool-Aid is sour. He's just letting you guys know, hey, this this these are specific things that need to be handled right here. Let's do this first. I mean, he pointed out a fence that had been broken. He said, it doesn't take millions of dollars in donations for somebody to fix the fence. It doesn't take millions of dollars in donations for people just to pick up the trash around the, uh, the, the, the facility. It doesn't take millions of dollars of people to take the track equipment off of the field that he was showing and, and get that stuff out of the way. It doesn't take millions of dollars in donations to do that. Basically, he was saying, we, we can do that now. You know, we can address the fact that the schools do need more money. We can address that. But the things that we can do right now need to be done right now. That's what Ed Reed was doing. And a lot of people don't like the way he said it. You know, I am uh, a person who anyone who knows me knows, oh, man, you could have said it better than that. You know, then why are you coming in like that? But you know what? Sometimes that's what you need. I mean, I'm going to give a personal story. I'll just get a little bit into my life. Uh, my brother and I, you know, we grew up and my grandfather would talk to us and he would talk to us the same way. My grandfather was a gruff man. My father's father, he was, I mean, he was gruff. If he had something to say to you, he just said it to you. My brother took it in a way where, you know what? Just look, that's just him. Look, I, I take it. And my brother rolled with it. I was more sensitive. So I didn't want to be around him as much. Like, you know what? Man, I ain't dealing with this, man. You crazy. But to this day, the things that he would he was able to teach my brother, the things that my brother were able to learn from him, you know, my brother still uses to this day. My brother can do anything he wants around his house because, you know, my brother was able to take that, 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 that criticism and that harshness and use it and harness it. Me, I just shunned away from it. So a lot of things that my brother can do around his house right now, I, I, I don't have the ability to do it. I have the ability to learn it, but I was looking for somebody to give me the Kool-Aid with the sugar. My brother was able to take the Kool-Aid without the sugar. You see what I'm talking about? So sometimes we need an Ed Reed. Sometimes we need an Ed Reed to tell us, hey, look, we don't need to be out here uh, trying to practice on garbage like this. We need to fix this. This is ridiculous. Y'all could do this right now. You know, so basically, I, I, um, the purpose of the episode is, you know, people want to get on him for the gruff way that he pointed out the problems of HBCUs that we've been complaining about for years. And now with social media, you know, he basically told the world. And it's a lot. Of, uh, that, that's another thing. A lot of people that ask, well, you know, why are you airing our dirty laundry and stuff like this? Well, you know what? Maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe we need our, our, our dirty laundry aired so we can finally uh, address it. You know, a lot of these things have been going on for years. Just fix it. Now, embarrassment may make you fix it. Since the problem itself wasn't motivating you to do anything about it, maybe embarrassment will. So, 
I just want to say I probably wouldn't have liked the way Ed Reed came out if it was a, if it was aimed at me. But learning the lesson from my brother and myself, from my grandfather, I probably would have taken it and said, OK, you know what? Let me just take this and roll with it and learn something about it so we can all just get better. That's what's on my mind. You guys let me know what you think.